Yes, I, I have a note here. There are, there's a lot of cares. And so, uh, the Spirit of the Lord led me to speak on this today. Casting your cares upon Him. Welcome back, Sister Stella. We prayed with you and we trust that Mama is doing well. Amen. Um, casting your cares upon him. So I'd like us to speak on a friend in the time of trouble. I will not be long as usual on Wednesday. Um, but I've been so much burdened to speak on this subject today. And I'm going to begin with a quote which I sent uh, one of us and it was at a time that was uh, a bit difficult for them. And maybe they misunderstood me, but I meant well. <laughs> but tonight, I'd like us to talk about casting our cares upon the Lord. All of us here have cares. At one point or the other in our life. All of us have problems. We go through things. But here the prophet says in the message, the mighty conqueror. That under man, under pressure is what he is. When he is under pressure. Have you ever been under pressure? Raise up your hand. Now, we can see you now smiling. We can see you speaking to your friends. We can see you laughing. But that's not really you. The real you is when you are under pressure. Is when you are going through a tough time. Is when things are not going as you expect it to go. Is when you don't have any money in your pocket. Is when you, 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 you have uh, undergone a certain difficult situation. Is when you are going through problems. Is when you are down in the valley. That is when we know who really you are. A man is under pressure when he, a man, we know a man when he is under pressure. His real true characteristics, they will show when he is under pressure. You know, he says, get him all railed and start up. Then you will see the real man come out. If he has got a temper, it will show itself. If he is meek and gentle, it will show itself. Put him under pressure once. Hallelujah. And God put all, puts all his children under to see whether there is any flaws in them. You know, I remember when we used to be in school, especially high school, and also the elementaries. Uh, you, you know, you people would be there, some of them, they don't want to go in class. Others, they missed some teachers, lectures or lessons. And they really hate to see that teacher teach them. They don't write down notes. And, uh, and now the time for exams come. We also had those who behaved as if they knew everything better than everybody else. 
But the time for exams, you will know who is who. And you know, before the government intervened to say that we shouldn't beat children, I remember that we had a teacher, his name was Mr. Walakira. And he would come after the exams have been uh, given and the, the results are out so he would come with a big road in the class hallelujah and I think uh, brother on the sound you need someone needs to help him listen to, to make it a very good sound okay so and he would come with this road and uh, then he would say anyone who is below, th <laughs> below uh, 60 you are, getting, you are facing it rough today. Uh, I'm going to give you ten of them. And uh, he would even tell you a day before. He will tell you, to, I'm marking your exams. And I'm coming back soon. Tomorrow. I'm bringing your results. Anyone who is below 60. And none of you have, even from what I've marked so far, none of you is even above 40. So anyone who is below 60, you are going to get 10 strokes. And so, pressures would begin to go up. Pressures would begin to go up. Everybody was worried. Because we did not actually know how many you scored. But those of you who knew that I tried my best, you know, they were a bit calm. And those of us who trusted in God said, anyway, the day will come and the day will go. So we will not get worried. Praise the name of the Lord. I'm sure that most of you went through that. But you see, in life, there are many more pressures. Of course, when you grow, then you begin to see life differently. You don't see life anymore as a child. But you see life now as an adult. And of course you come from being a young adult to being an adult. Then you take different pressures in life. And then when you get married you get different pressures. And, and then you know when you get jobs or you get different pressures. You know, oh, I have to wake up very early in the morning. Oh, I have to find food for my family. I have to do this and I have to do that. So now, our life, really, human life is full of a lot of pressures. But here, what, tonight, what I'd like to talk about is how should a child of God behave under pressure? When you find yourself, when your back is against the wall, you know, when you find that you have no hope, what are you going to do? as a child of God. Praise the name of the Lord. During times of distress, times of trouble, times of confusion, times when you are needy, when you have wants and needs and you don't see anyhow you are going to meet them. You need money and you clearly do not know how you are going to get it. And maybe your business is no longer working well. Or maybe you've lost a job. Or maybe you don't have a job. You know, or maybe your parent can no longer take care of and, and then or maybe some people go into loneliness 
You know there is nothing as bad as loneliness. Because if you are lonely, you, it can easily get into depression. Depression, and when you go into depression, you feel disillusioned. You feel disappointed. You feel confused in your heart, mind. And you know, others get into uh, situations of heartbreak. When you had confidence in somebody or something and then you were just let down. You know, hopelessness. And there's a lot of situations we can talk about. But you see, when you are in those times, and many people, all of us go into those times. But the question is how do you behave during those hard times in your life? And I hope I'm communicating to each of us tonight. How do, we be, how do you behave when your back is against the wall? When you are hopeless? When you can't think no more for a solution? When somebody has disappointed you? When you are in trouble, when you are distressed, when you feel your heart is ripped in pieces in many ways, those are, are sad times. Those are hard times. And I tell you, people often do a lot of things to find help or consolation. You see, in Luganda, we have a word, okuberwa. Muruganda tuinamu echigambecho okuberwa. Okuberwa. Comfort. Okuberwa. You need to find comfort. You need to find help. You need to find consolation. But you are confused. You are distressed. I need to emphasize this so we can understand. You are heartbroken. You are lonely. You are hopeless, confused, in trouble. How many have ever been in those situations? Right, all of us here. We've been there before. Praise the name of the Lord. People, what did you do? When you were in such times. All of you can speak what you did. Mostly people cry. What is wrong with you? I can't say. I can't say. If I can express what I'm feeling, but I can't express it. When someone asks you what is wrong with you, you will just increase the guilt. <laughs> Because you are going through a tough time. Others, they say, let me take a walk. They just leave everybody. And they go walk. As if someone has put them on steroid. Others, they get angry. You know, you just talk to them. And they just uh, They just back at you. Angry. Then you will know, ah, I think he's distressed. Right? Others, they disappear. Or they forsake their responsibility. You find a father because he has no money. And we have many of those in our generation. They leave the family there. They disappear into thin air. Because of what they are, they, they are going through in their life, they disappear. My father was one that did that. There's a lot of things that dis distressed and depressed him. And he collected all of us in the home. I am the fourth of five children. And he said, wherever I've taken you in school, that is what, that's the best I can do. Now, 
All of you, you need to fend for yourselves. And he disappointed us. He left us with our mother. And he disappeared into thin air. I last saw him. Uh, I last had my father in our home when I was 13 years old. That's where I had to grow so fast, so early. And we have a lot of families like that. We have a lot of children like that. Most in our society, they've been forsaken. Why? Because their fathers or their parents or their mothers, they were depressed, they were distressed, they were in need, they were in confusion. You find children who are thrown into, you know, garbage. You find babies who are thrown on the road in the hospital. Why? Because the mother was depressed and distressed and confused and heartbroken. And so he said, let me now forsake my responsibility. The devil lied to them and they thought that if they forsake their responsibility, they will find consolation, they will find uh, peace of mind. You know, others, when they are in those situations, they break down. They become stale. You know, you ask him what is wrong with you. He can't speak to you. You know, have you ever been around people like that? When they're depressed, or when going through hopelessness, or they're going through a situation, they just become dumb. They break down. Brother, God bless you. Mm. Mm. Is, are you okay? Mm. Mm. What is wrong with you? No problem. Are you sure? Fine. Everything is okay. Mm. You used to be happy. Cheer up. Now mm. They break down. They, they lose their morale. They lose their joy. They lose they, 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 they lose their enthusiasm. This is, this is this is how people, different people react. In the situation. And the devil lies to them that when they do this, they will find consolation. They will find comfort. Comfort, comfort. They think they'll find help. You know, others they say, oh, right now I feel I can't understand. I'm confused. I'm perturbed. Let me go and take a walk into the nature. Just leave everything there. Then they just go to nature. Mother, Mother nature will heal me. They go to the beach. They have forsaken their family, their everything. They just go alone. On the beach. Let me go and, and I feel that, you know, breeze from the water. I find hope, consolation. Yeah. Let me go to the forest somewhere. When I feel that forest. Oh, I think I'll, I'll, I'll be encouraged. Is that not true? People react that way. And others just go to be alone. If you, you know when daddy says, I want to be left alone. Not even a rat can pass there. You just know he is, he, now he doesn't have money. Now he's confused, doesn't have school fees. I ever ought to be left alone. 
and he will be alone all by himself in dry places there. He will shut down and we can continue with the list. It is endless. And different people react differently to situations. And this actually I'm not preaching something from Mars. I'm preaching something about us. This is our day-to-day life. Is that so? I can understand why you are so quiet. Because you had the word designing you. Yes! I believe I should preach something that will help your soul. Hallelujah. But now the question is how should a child of God react how should we as believers behave when we are in such situations of distress, trouble, confusion when we are in need, when we don't have money when you are hopeless when you are heartbroken when you are you know, in, in, a, in one the question is what do you do as a believer when there are arrows from this side arrows from the other side arrows from this side arrows from this side and you are caught up in the middle of the situation I want to ask you as a believer how should you react how should you behave Hallelujah. Because I believe this church as the bride of Christ we must always be found to be different. Different from all other creatures. You know if we were to be birds we are eagles. An eagle flies higher than any other bird. An eagle can never fly on the same level like other birds. Hallelujah. Therefore, as a believer, when we are found in an tough situation when your back is against the wall when you feel you cannot move on when you feel you are confused when you are distressed my sister when you are troubled on every side my brother what are you going to do I want to tell you there is only one thing we can do. Hallelujah. That is to go to God in prayer. Hallelujah. We, we always must trust him that much. We must trust him. We know that he has all our solutions to our troubles. How many trust the Lord? Amen. He has solutions to all our troubles. Not to some. But all our troubles. Physical. Financial. Spiritual. Whatever solution that you need the Lord has the answer he can never fail hallelujah this is another reason why we should go to God in prayer because we should always know that our God can never fail Tell someone God can never fail. Hallelujah. He can never fail to say any of our prayers. Amen. Amen. He is dependable. I tell these words to somebody. Tell him it is dependable. He is dependable. Tell him he is faithful. He is able. Now you can preach to your neighbor right now. Tell him he is able. He is faithful. He understands. He knows all things. He is all 
powerful. He is more than able to answer in every situation. And a believer believes God in every situation. And when you are confused, when you are distressed, when you are in trouble, what do you do? You go to God in prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me tell you church. A prayer that will move God. Is a prayer of a desperate man yes. or woman. Hallelujah. Amen. When everything is fine. Let me tell you. You will say prayers. You will say prayers. You will say prayers. <laughs> but get in trouble one time. Get in confusion one time. Get desperate one time. Let me tell you. The prayer that Samson prayed that day. Was different from all the prayers he has ever prayed. You know his eyes were out. After Delilah had lied to him. And these Philistines came. And captured him. And cut off his hair. And they had used him to play around with him. And yet he was a child of God. But he had lost everything now. He had lost everything. Remember. This is a boy who grew from childhood. When his mother and his father were telling him, Samson, you are special. Samson, you are, you, you are going to fulfill a purpose. Samson, you are going to redeem Israel. From the moment he was a baby. And he grew knowing that. But when the devil captured him, because of lust for an believer woman. Oh my. Then the, the devil captured him. And they took off his eyes. They pulled out his eyes. And they made him to make sport for them. And oh man, remember that brother as he was right there. They took him up after he has played games for them. And made them laugh. He remembered. He remembered who he was. I'm a child of God. But see the situation I am in. He would have said, let me cry. He said, no, I'm not going to cry. Let me shut down. God will have mercy on those who will have mercy. When I reach there, I will say, If I reach there, I will say, Lord, I also failed. He would have said, Let me just become angry. Wherever I reach, I see. But I will slap them. At least I will use my last strength to slap them. Did Samson do all that? Samson but the situation. Hallelujah. It stirred up his heart. And he said, I'm going to go before God in prayer. The prayer that Samson prayed that day was more than a prayer. It was a desperate prayer. He got a pillar. Uh, and he said. Agamba. One hand here. Another hand in the other pillar. He was blind. He didn't even know how to get Ngamba to the pillar. But he asked a little boy. To help him take him to the pillar. Listen. He was calm. When you are in trouble, brother, when you are in trouble, sister, always be calm. Why? Because you have a living God. And your God does not sleep. Your God does not slumber. Your God is awake 24-7. And this man was calm. But when he reached the pillar, Hallelujah! Oh my goodness. Hey. It was more than tongues. 
It was more than prayer. It was more than speaking words. He went deep. He went deep. Because his heart was stirred. Brother, problems should stir your heart. To come before God. Am I preaching to believers today? And this man got a hold of the pillars. Nobody understood what he was doing. <laughs> but the man was stirred. And he started praying. He started praying. He wasn't praying to pray. He was praying for something to happen. It is called push. Pray. Saba until Okutusa something happened. That's what is called push. The man was not praying. He was now pushing. He was ready. He was determined to push. When a woman is going to deliver, she is there. It is a matter of life and death. Push and leave. Don't push and die. Samson knew that. Let me tell you when you're in trouble, if you don't push, you are gone. The devil will capture you. Pray until something happens. Always use such opportunities when you are in trouble to push. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tell your brother, sister, push. The man started pushing. He said, oh my God. I have sinned before you. I am sorry. Here I am. Here I am, Lord. I'm calling upon you, the God of Israel. Calm down. Come ask on me. Give me one more chance. The man prayed. The man pushed. He said one more time. Once more Lord. Just restore my strength. Once more Lord. Once more Lord. Listen. Don't watch me. Enter into that atmosphere that Samson was in. Once more, nobody was understanding him. I'm sure the people were like, ah, he's bringing another trick to make us laugh. <laughs> the man was praying, but the other. He's <laughs> praying. <laughs> oh, look at it. Look at the mouth. Look at the saliva. <laughs> Samson. Samson. <laughs> That's how they were doing. But the man was pushing. Listen, when you're pushing, nothing can stand before you. One small Lord. One small Lord. One small Lord. The man was not praying for the prayer to be to, to, to work tomorrow. He was praying for a prayer to be answered right there, right there. Hallelujah! Man. You know when you are in depression or when you are in, in distress and you get desperate you pray for results. You don't pray to say that today I've prayed. You don't pray like Muslim prayers. That I prayed at this time I pray that I prayed You pray for results. And at that time he prayed. He said, what's more, Lord? Come down. Give me back my strength. Let me destroy my enemy. If I'm to die, let me die with my enemy. And at that moment, God added his prayer. 
That's what God will do for everybody that believes. God hears your prayer. When you are desperate. When you have all the cares. You take your cares to him. And at that moment, the pillars began to shake. The noise increased. And the whole building fell down. A man that was distressed. And he went to the Lord. What I'm preaching to you today is going, if you will, make it your life principle. It will take you through any and every situation that you are in. You will realize that you will always get strength when you are weak. What I'm speaking on is casting your cares upon him. As a believer, when we are distressed, we don't behave the way the, the Egyptians do. We behave as a believer. We go to God in prayer. If you've wanted something so much, but it seems to slip away from you all the time, what do you do? You go to God in prayer. Here is a man that was one of the most successful men in the world. He was a king and a rich man. Some people think that when they are rich, they can't pray. As a matter of fact, what you call riches is just having $500 or $1 million in your pocket. That's not riches. This man was really rich. I'm I'm speaking on King David. But here is what he said. I will lift up my my eyes to the hills and to the hills. From whence cometh my help? And he said, My help comes from the Lord, which made heaven and the earth. My help does not come from doing all that the world does. Others, they even go to the extent of drinking. They drink themselves, uh, they drink their problems away, they say. They smoke their problems away. They take weed. They do all those things to take their problems away. But for a believer, for a son or daughter of God, he said, I will look to the hills. Where will my help come from? My help will come from the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord which made the heavens and the earth. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. All the heavens all the earth is in his hands. There is nothing he cannot do for you. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keeps Israel, he that keepeth thee, will not slumber. Am I preaching to somebody tonight? He that keepeth you will not slumber. I'm sorry I was dozing. No! He never dozes. He never slumber. He never sleeps. He is always awake. There was a man called Elisha. And when Elisha went down on a mountain with the false prophets of Baal, he said that when 
let us each of you pray. I'm going to pray, you will pray. The God who answers by fire is the living God. And those men who believed in Baal, they are, they are the ones who started to pray first. They prayed and prayed and prayed. The whole morning, their God never answered. So, Elisha, Elijah, he told them, come on, maybe your God is asleep. Continue calling on him, shout, call him. And they were shouting, he said, maybe he's dozing. Wake him up. And they even cut themselves. So that their God can see blood and cut. But that's not the God of Elijah. When Elijah started praying. Oh hallelujah. hallelujah. Fire immediately came from heaven. Oh we serve the God of Elijah. Oh my, praise the name of the Lord. And our God answers prayer. He that keeps us, man doesn't keep me. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Houses don't keep me. The, the security doesn't keep me. The government doesn't keep me. The one that keeps me is the Lord. And he that keeps Israel does not slumber. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. He doesn't slumber. Behold. He that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. We should know who our God is. He's always there. He's always available. He's always dependable. Whenever you call on him, he answers your prayer. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. If you need comfort, you can find comfort under that. The sun shall not smite thee by day. Nor the moon by night. The Lord The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. This is prophecy. If you say amen, it will work in your life. If you keep God and watch me, nothing will happen. You see, the Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time and even forevermore. Amen. Amen. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. In Psalms 50, 15, he says, and call upon me in the day of trouble. That's what God said. My God, what do you say? Here is what he says. Call upon me in the day of trouble. What will you do, my God? I will deliver thee. Amen. And you shall glorify me. If you are in any trouble, if you are in if you are depressed if you are in confusion if you are hopeless if you are heartbroken whatever situation call upon the name of the Lord go to the Lord in prayer he will always deliver you amen that's what he says God wants us to remember him when we are troubled he is our very present help in the time of trouble. All we have to do is call on him. Call on him. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. And his phone number. He can never make it busy. <laughs> 
that I called my father and he was talking to someone else. No. His phone number can receive many calls at the same time. Just press it. Hallelujah. Where is his phone number? Right on your knees and on your lips. Take your knees Open your mouth and begin to call. When you call on him, he will always answer. He will not stop there. He will also deliver you. Let me tell you, believers of all seasons, they know prayer as a weapon. You don't pray as a religious act. You pray as a weapon that you are using to destroy the kingdom of darkness. And this weapon works all the time. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In Nahum. 170 he says the Lord is good shout to your neighbor and preach to them and say the Lord is good brother the Lord is good brother Marvin the Lord is good hallelujah hallelujah sister Stella no matter what you are going through the Lord is good Stronghold in the day of trouble. <laughs> He's a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows, he knows them that trust in him. Oh my God, do you trust in the Lord? He says he knows you. He knows you. Oh, glory to God. Amen. They say the Pope of Rome is the one that is representing Jesus Christ on earth. But you can't even get his phone number. <laughs> but thank God that we don't believe that. Because we know our God. And our God knows us. And when we come to him in prayer, we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't introduce ourselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We don't introduce ourselves. Why? Because he knows us. He knows us. He knows me. Do you believe he knows you? Psalms for the sixth one. God is our refuge and strength. Oh my, I wish you would just open your Bible and read together with me. Come on, open your Bible and let us read it together. I want you to put those words on your lips. Confession is powerful. It brings down the Holy Spirit. Psalms for the sixth verse one. God, now let us read together. You don't need to wait on me. Just read on your own. And all of us read together. Read on your own pace. I want to hear people reading everywhere. Okay, I am beginning to read and as you will follow me or whatever it is. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. Therefore will we not fear. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Though the waters thereof rock and be troubled. Though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof. Praise the name of the Lord. Our God is our refuge and strength. Not here. Think about this one. If you have not been in trouble, distressed, depressed, disappointed, I am sorry, I'm not speaking to you today. You can even go home. I'm speaking to those who know what it means. <laughs> to be depressed, distressed, disturbed, disappointed, heartbroken, in need, and you can't get seem to get what you need. You are so poor. 
You don't even have 1,000 to buy food. Then I'm speaking to you today. Because I'm one of you. I can't preach to you something that I've not experienced. Therefore, will I, let me read this personally. Therefore, will I not fear? Though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, even though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, there is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God. Hallelujah! Amen! The only place of the tabernacles of the Most High. There is a river of joy flowing from the city of God. Be still and know that I am the Lord. He says, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be. Moved. I will not be moved. I will not be moved. Can we sing it? I shall not be. I shall not be. I shall not be. Just like. I want to hear you sing it. Yes, I, I shall not be moved. One more time. I shall not be. I shall not be moved. Everybody. City, I, city, 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 good one. Just like a tree. Oh, I. God, why? Because God shall help her. And that right alley. The, the heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. But he uttered his voice. And the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. He's not alone. He has hosts. He is the Lord of hosts. You know your Lord is the Lord of hosts. He has battalions and battalions and battalions of soldiers. When he comes down in your situation, you can never remain the same. That's why we go to him in prayer. In the message he carries for you, Brother Banam says, Jesus cares. So just cast your cares upon him. In your sorrow, he cares. When you lose your loved ones, he cares. He cares for the dead. Those who have died in Christ. He continues on to say, Again, and I will finish with this quote. So I want you to hear clearly. Whether you strike a prayer line or whatever it is, that's not it. Do you care? Cast your cares upon him. He cares for you. Be sincere about it. You care enough to be sincere. For he has proven by his vindicated word that he cares. He promised to send it. And he has done it. He promised in the word, here it is. And he cares. Now what about you? It is you ought to care. Next. 
Do you care enough to go in prayer? Or do you also get worried? Now if you are going through problems and you begin scratching your head. Oh God, I don't know what I'm going to do. Surely I don't know Lord. I don't know. And you are a believer. Others play with their fingers. I don't know. I don't know. And you are a believer. Do you care? He cared enough. He cared enough to conquer every enemy for you. All you have to do is to be sincere and believe it. He conquered death. Death ain't nothing for me to conquer. It's already conquered. Hallelujah! Amen. Sickness ain't for me to conquer. It ain't for Christ. It is for Christ to conquer. It's already conquered. I just have to care enough to believe it. Are you afraid of what somebody else has told you? Are you afraid of the doctor's diagnosis? Are you afraid of the doctor's diagnosis? Sister, are you afraid of what the church will say to you? Are you afraid to stand there toy to toy to the devil? Oh my God. Mm. Toy to toy. Look. Toy to toy, the devil is standing there. You stand toy, toy to the devil. Are you afraid? What is your devil? Stand right before. You're not afraid. Say, I've confessed my sins. I've laid aside everything. I believed everyone. Here I am, Lord. Creating me a care. You cared for me, I care for you. I think of that old song, He careth for you. Through sunshine or shadow, He careth for you. Now let's now, and he says, and I would like us to do it also. We can't go any farther. He careth for you. Brother, play that song slowly. He careth for you. Through sunshine or shadow. He careth for you. And that's maybe been about 40 minutes. But I just thought that I'll, I'll deliver this to you tonight. And you who needed it know. Already you know that, oh God, that was for me. While you bow your head, do you care enough? You say, Lord, I lift up my hand. Lord, I kneel down on my feet, on my knees. I stand on my feet. I bow to you because I care. I come to you in prayer because I care. I don't care what the devil will do or has done. I care because I know you care. Brother Shem, can you play the song that says, He has done what no man can do. He will do what no man can do. I have no other God but you. Maybe you may want to stand on your feet. While you bow your head want to worship God tonight or you want to go in prayer that's why we have come you all can go in prayer now as you worship him whatever problem you're going through you sincerely have to learn to go before him I am 
have no other goal but you I have no I want to see those who are going through things in their lives and they are going before God boldly tonight I assure you you will find comfort in him you will find peace of mind because he will help you he has promised and he said he will help you oh yes let us go into real prayer real prayer everybody real prayer real spirit filled prayer believing that God is more than able to do for you what no man can do to change your situation he's a living God he's a living God 
Oh, there is none like him. There is none like him. There is none like him. There is none like you, there is none like you Lord. We are here to call on your name tonight. We are here to praise you, Lord Jesus. Every situation will bow before your name. Every cunning spirit will bow before your name. Because you are above everybody and everything else. You are the living God. You are the God that keeps your promises. You have spoken through your word tonight. And we care also because you care for us. Let every situation tonight that is troubling your children let it bow before them. Let it bow before them because you are in us, Lord Jesus. Defeating every spirit. Defeating every devil. Defeating every wicked force of evil. Satan has never won. He cannot win now. He will never win now. I'm praying for every brother, every sister, under the sound of my voice this evening. May you come down and deliver them. May you come down and raise them up. Some who are dropping in darkness it's sin may you deliver them right now may you set them free right now in the name of Jesus Christ let the spirit of Jesus Christ amen come down tonight in the hearts of men young women, young ladies young men father may they feel a burden in their heart a burden of prayer about to call upon you. Oh God, you are the living God. And you never fail. And you can come and break every fitter. You can defeat every power of darkness. You can overcome every spirit of Satan. Every demon that has been tormenting your children. In whichever form, in whichever way, I set them free tonight. Oh, yes, Lord, maybe some are weak and some are feeble. They don't even know how to pray. They can't even pray. That is an evil spirit. I command it in the name of Jesus to leave them. May they be loose that they will be able to pray. May they be loose that they may be able to receive their victory tonight. Granted, Father, Walk into your victory. Children of God, walk into your victory. Let someone walk into their victory this evening. Yes. No matter how hard you have suffered. No matter how long you've gone through something. This might be your V-day. This is your V-day. If only you will believe it. If only you will accept it. If you will only take it. This is your V-day. In the name of Jesus Christ. You might be heartbroken. The Lord is here to mend your heart again. He's here to provide for you. He's Jehovah Jireh. Our provider. Yes, Lord Jesus. You might be sick. And the doctor has given you a bad report. Or maybe your loved one is sick. Oh, but healing is here. Healing is here. Just receive it. Just confess it. Just believe it. And you shall have it. Oh, yes, Lord. Everyone, let us have a moment of prayer now. Real sincere prayer. You might be feeling beaten down, but this is the time as an ego to rise up. Oh,